G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. The Friday edition of 2020 and the final 2020 for 2017. Last one of the year, so you might expect we've brought in the best special guest. Uh, The best special guest, and I'm referring to Australia's best known and most loved evangelist, Bill Newman, who's joining us. These days, Bill travels the world as a key part of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, working alongside Will Graham, the grandson of Billy Graham. We'll get an update on the latest evangelistic crusades from Hyderabad in India and other highlights from the year. We'll also get some reflections on Christmas and we'll preview 2018 with a view to the Will Graham crusade that's going to be held in Kalgoorlie next year. You can join in our conversation today. And you might like to contribute in the conversation as we get things underway, perhaps your reflection on 2017 and your hopes and aspirations for Australia. Now, I'm talking here in the context of the gospel, of Christian influence, of the growth of churches, of your own community. You might like to have your contribution and our talkback line open. 1-800-316-316 if you'd like to join in the conversation. And a special welcome along to 2020 to you, Bill Newman. Well, thank you, Neil, for that wonderful introduction. In fact, I'll give you the $100 a little bit later. (laughs) (laughs) They will line those pockets. That's very kind of you. (laughs) It's great to be with you, Neil. And uh, just the reminder for listeners, I mean, we've been talking, uh, I've known you, Bill, now, and I'm Mm -hmm. counting the decades, uh, going back (laughs) basically 30 years to when we first met. Uh, But having you as a regular guest and updates on 2020, on your, you know, the latest adventures of Bill Newman as he <laughs> globe trots the world these days. Uh, back to those early days when you used to have the tent ministry and you'd travel around Australia. Lots of listeners will still have wonderful memories mm-hmm. of those days. But things have advanced from there, Bill. And these days you work alongside Will Graham. Uh, how are things going with uh, with your ministry and the role that you have as uh, as one of the key components of the Will Graham Crusades. Now we couldn't be more excited. Uh, looking back on this, uh, you know, this year, a kaleidoscope of, of memories come back to me, and uh, the different places we've been. Places like Sri Lanka, we went up into the the mountains of Sri Lanka, and uh, what a thrilling time! Sri Lanka is open like a flower to the gospel, and we went up to some of the tea plantations. You know, like the Dilma tea, do taste our tea? Well, that's yep. where they come from, <laughs> and uh, the uh, the folk working in the fields, but they're desperately poor. So what I did was I got buses and I bust them right into this central venue. And, you know, Neil, every night a flood of people came forward to give their lives to Jesus Christ. What a thrill that was. So God willing, we'll be going back to Sri Lanka. And I think of all the other things that have happened this year, God has been so good. But one of the great things that happened this year really touched my heart. Uh, we went to uh, Washington at the invitation of Franklin Graham. He invited 600 uh, leaders from around the world. It was a summit for prayer for those 
who are under persecution in the world. And thousands of Christians every year are martyred for their faith. It's a desperate situation in some many, many countries where I've been and to other places as well. And so he, he organized this summit. And to hear some of the stories, Neil, some of the, the persecution and, and how these wonderful believers stand up for Jesus Christ and their faith and uh, just to be there was just a tremendous blessing. So we were thrilled with that. And when all those leaders come together and the focus is on the persecuted church, yeah. uh, this is the ideal thing, isn't it? Uh, bring leaders together mm. uh, to inform and to inspire about answers, yeah. uh, to inspire about the way to support the persecuted church and just to raise the profile of the big challenge of Christians who are losing their lives, yeah. martyred for Christ, yeah. uh, and you get invited. And yeah. so uh, then all of a sudden you find your way onto 2020 like yes, we are today yes, yes. and your opportunity to share some of those things. Yeah. Bill, I know your heart breaks yeah. for people who are in those lands where Christian believers are yeah, persecuted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts for listeners today who might be thinking, well, I'm looking forward to a wonderful Christmas, so we're going to yeah. do this peacefully. Yeah, yeah. But brothers and sisters around the world won't be able to do Christmas peacefully this year. No. What I'd encourage listeners to do is to select a, select a nation. It might be Nigeria where I've been, and I, man, the persecution there. I, you know, sometimes they'll be, we're in Joss. And uh, it was the persecution there. You know, oftentimes the, uh, uh, they come in and they, they attack the Christians. Uh, we were up in the north one time and we had a guy called Nuhu Dadu, wonderful man of God. And he was with us, but he leads the, the God's people down in the, the Josh Plateau. It does a great work for God. While he's there, they had invaded his city and uh, he said, Bill, they've just torched my home and he just dissolved into my arms, you know. So this is the kind of thing that they're facing all the time. A key young guy that he trained over the years. They butchered him uh, with their machetes and they threw him into a pit and they didn't find him until several days later. He'd been training this young man for years, an, an incredible young man. So this is what's happening. We do these uh, conferences to train evangelists. And he said, Bill, you look across this audience, we about four to 6,000 people. He said, a lot of the faces that you're looking at, Bill, if you come back next year to the conference, they won't be here because they'll have given their lives to their faith. Now, this is what people are facing all the time. So what I encourage uh, friends to do is to select a country. Now, it might be a country in the Middle East. It could be a place like Mexico where they're really uh, suffering under a cult um, uh, you know, persecution. There's a lot of little villages there and, and the people that are right into the occult attacking the Christians. So choose, a, it might be North Korea. That's a one that we need to really be praying for. But choose a nation and uh, try and get in contact with people in that nation that you know, or you can be, you know, facts of the fingers of God. If you, if you're praying, if you, you've got the facts, you can be really praying for those people. But let's pray for the persecuted church in the world. We live in a wonderful country. Thank God for that. And we oftentimes were so blissfully ignorant of what's really happening. But uh, may God put it on our hearts to pray for our brothers and sisters in the world. Bill, I usually wait until the end of a conversation like this to talk about new books, new publications. Uh, you've got a couple of new ones out, and I want to draw attention to one early. 
Uh, it's called the adventure of intercession. And as you say, uh, take a nation, uh, yeah. choose a nation yeah. and be in prayer for mm. the believers in that nation. And especially when it comes to those who are in places where they are persecuted for their faith because lives are being lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a time to be serious about our faith. Yep. For us in here in Australia, uh, serious about who we might be able to adopt because as we are uh, standing alongside brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. uh, one with them mm-hmm. in their persecution, mm-hmm. you've got a little booklet here. It's called The Adventure of Intercession. And uh, it's not just about the persecuted church, but it has lots of opportunities for people to, in fact, use it as a resource to be able to record a prayer request before God Mm -hmm. and then to pray that through Mm -hmm. and then see it answered. Uh, We want to give away some of these booklets, but a quick explanation of of what your little book really does and the value of it. Well, we just rebirthed that. In fact, I just picked that one up from the printer on the way here. But um, so many have asked us to get it reprinted. We really love this little booklet. What it is is that, um, you know, why pray, how to pray, hindrances to prayer, I deal with those quickly. But then on different pages, we have a, a page where you pray for other members of your church. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, there's different things that you pray for in that time. In fact, a, a single mother came up to me one time. She said, Bill, this stuff really works because there was the, the date, the prayer request, and then the date when it was answered. And she had these columns of requests and date was answered here, all these ticks going down. So, you know, it's, you know, give us this day our daily bread, specific prayer. And uh, if, if we list it down, you'll get so excited as you see God answering your prayer. So, you know, it's a great little tool. It's a, it's a blessing to so many. I wish the churches would get onto it and pray for everybody in the church. You're praying for the pastor. You're praying for other members of your church on different days during the week. It's a, it's a great little tool. Uh, now, we have, uh, we have about nine or ten of these to give away. If you are calling in this hour, and you might be reflecting on 2017 or some aspirations for Australia, what is it that you perhaps feel God's speaking to your heart? About a future, uh, 2018, as you call in this hour and, uh, we'll, uh, we'll get you to air as we can. Our talkback line open on 1-800-316-316. Uh, we'll take your details when you do call through and we'll get in the mail to you, uh, very quickly, a copy of The Adventure of Intercession. And uh, as Bill, as you say, uh, it's a re-release. Yep. Uh, when you've got as many books as you have, uh, you know, you're on a cycle here now. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Some of those old ones put yeah. a new cover on it and yeah. uh, a bit of a refresh and uh, creates a great opportunity for getting really quality resources into people's hands. Yes, it's so important. Readers are leaders and leaders are readers. <laughs> and uh, it's good to be reading all the time. I hope our friends are doing it. Uh, let me just move into the uh, visit to India you had this year, yeah. Hyderabad. Yep. Uh, hundreds of thousands of people yeah. came to hear the gospel. Yeah, well, we had a great time in Hyderabad, as you said. And, uh, you know, India is a key nation. You know, in the not-too-distant future, very soon, they're going to be eclipsing China with numbers. So it's a nation, and a lot of ministries are doing work into into India. And uh, we had a wonderful time, but they re-invited me back. The first weekend in January, Anne Graham Lotz will be there, and uh, it's going to be a great time. Last year, now, Neil, these are numbers that we find hard to to grasp, Uh, 175,000 last year. This year, they're expecting over 200,000 at a prayer summit in India the first weekend in January. 
Wouldn't it be thrilling if we had something like that in Australia just to pray? Okay, well, uh, <laughs> well, I'm thinking, oh, these are the people who are coming out of the woodwork to hear the gospel, yeah. uh, to hear either Will Graham or Bill Newman uh, yeah. preaching. But, but no, this is the ones who are just coming out of the woodwork in order to pray. This is the prayers. The prayer meeting is 175,000 strong. Prayer is the key to evangelism. Uh, Deal Moody used to say, every conversion can be traced back to some kneeling form. You see, someone prayed for you, someone prayed for me before we gave our lives to Christ. Prayer is the key to evangelism. That's why before we go into an area, we try to saturate that area with prayer. Pray, pray, pray. Willis Haymaker, who stated off Billy Graham's crusades and the organization of them, he said there's three keys to evangelism. The first is prayer, the second is prayer, and the third is prayer. So, you know, pray, pray, pray. We've got to develop our prayer life today. That's one of the greatest weaknesses in my life, Neil, to set time aside where I'm praying. But uh, we've got to do it. Lord, teach us to pray. Sometimes we hear about the value of the praying parent or the praying grandparent. Uh, And I know that people listening to our conversation today will be saying, oh, that's Bill Newman. He's talking about someone else praying. But (laughs) uh, many of us, we're parents. Some of us are grandparents. And we've got people to pray for, and that's our own immediate family. But there's our immediate community. It's the family and friends who are closest by us. These are the people who we would pray for. When you're walking around the streets of your, I call it your parish, you know, the streets around your houses, pray for the people in those houses. All God's put you in that position for a specific purpose. You're not there by chance. He's wanting you right there where you are to live where you are. And uh, and pray, and look, prayer is the key. I remember, if I can bear my heart, uh, one of my sons, Ben, uh, you know, he one was covertly naughty and one was overtly naughty, my <laughs> boys. You know? They both had something in common. Yeah. They're both naughty, right? <laughs> but uh, I remember uh, Ben, and he won't mind me saying so because it's part of his testimony, but he got away from the Lord. And, uh, and, and I used to walk at the little park near our house. Uh, I used to walk there at night times and said, Lord, we're traveling the world. We're seeing people coming to Christ. But my own boy is away from you, Lord. And uh, I used to cry to the Lord. You see, it's prayer. If your kids are away from the Lord, just just have intensive times of prayer where you just Saturday morning or a night or somewhere where you can go just to pray for them. Anyway, the wonderful thing about it was, I think it's more my wife's prayer than my prayer, but uh, Ben's really firing on for the Lord. He's just completed a diploma of ministry and, uh, you know, he's really just going on like gangbusters for the Lord now. But it was touch and go. The key was prayer. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Well, I have Australia's best known and best loved evangelist Bill Newman in the studio with us, busily signing a whole bunch of little booklets called The Adventure of Intercession. And uh, for those who are calling through and and a part of 2020 this hour, we'll get one of those in the mail to you. Bill, we're going to take some calls in just a few moments. But when we talk about prayer, uh, there is something you were sharing with those who are at that prayer conference in India. Uh, the message of the ten virgins, five wise, five foolish, they were all asleep. It's a powerful, powerful story that Jesus yep. was telling yep. that is so relevant for mm. us today yep. here in Australia. Yeah, well, Rip and Winkle, you know, he went to sleep and the world had changed. And I think, uh, you know, in the, in the five wise, five foolish, you see, you've got five wise 
Now, they're asleep. That's the church. You've got five foolish. There's, you know, the door was shut, you know. They were young believers, if you like. So you've got the, the Christians today that are asleep. You've got the, the world today that's asleep. And, you know, Neil, if ever there was a time when we need to pray for our nation, it is now. I think we've been shaken to our boots to see the, the course of the nation. And I think that uh, the day of, you know, country club Christianity is over. You know, uh, we've got to really realize that we're in a battle here. It's not, it's not a playground. It's a battlefield. And, uh, you know, we've got to suit up, put our whole armor on because right now we are facing more pressures and problems as believers than ever before. So let, let's do that. But pray for the nation because worldwide, I mean, uh, I wrote a book on, uh, you know, uh, coming ready or not on the second coming. But uh, if if I, felt I was going to write that again today, I'd call it convergence. I have never seen a time when the signs are coming together. I know we've said this over the years, but look, you know, you'd have to have your head in the sand not to realize what's really going on in the world. Russia, armling into Syria, you've got China, thousands of young men invading the cities of China. What are you going to do with those guys? Uh, you've, you've got um, all these signs converging. You've got the, the moral situation in the world, all coming together, catastrophic uh, things to do with the weather. It's all coming together. The Lord is coming soon, Neil, and I believe with all my heart we've got to get out there because not a time to be asleep. The bridegroom is coming, and we need to be prepared. We're taking calls, 1-800-316-316. Bill Newman is our guest. Let's hear from Anne on the Gold Coast in Queensland. Hello, Anne, welcome along. Nice to hear from you, Bill Newman. Um, I just want to say that I also have corporate prayer in my church, and then I have another church they go to and they pray uh, every second Saturday and stuff. So I go there as well for our nation and stuff. So... I do get involved in corporate prayer, so I think it's good to waken people up and to make them know how important it is to to be uh, um, to pray for the people and stuff, um, not only just overseas but also in our community, and especially like you say about the other countries that are you know that are not safe and and can't do what we do in this country because we might come into that situation. Maybe. I'm not sure. And, Anne, it is important so much, isn't it, to pray in our local church, and your local church is likely to have some sort of a corporate prayer meeting. But uh, but what you're saying is uh, you're so inspired about prayer that it's not just your church, but you're going along to some other prayer meetings in your city. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, a, little, a friend of mine, she's now a pastor, but she used to be in our church a long time ago. And so, yeah, she's just... Near Labrador too. She's in Labrador, the same thing, but she's yeah in another church here that I, I go to. Yeah. Bill Newman, your thoughts for Anne? Well, Anne, I'm so excited what you're saying, and uh, just a th- there's a groundswell uh, that, that's coming up right now. I think as more as uh, more than ever before. Um, next year, there's going to be a big push in evangelism in Australia, and even beyond that, uh, uh, 2019 and 20, there's plans being made right now to really uh, impact the nation with the gospel. So, uh, but the key in what you're doing, why is it that the the gals, the ladies, are so passionate about prayer? I just want to shake up the men, and <laughs> I really yep. do, because uh, the, the Lord had 
said to appear to a woman after he rose from the dead because of their devotion and their faithfulness. And I love that, you know. So, and keep praying and, and encouraging those that you're praying with. It's, it's thrilling to hear what you're doing there, love. And Anne, uh, we've got your details and we'll have one of Bill's new books, The Adventure of Intercession in the Mail to You. 1-800-316-316 is our number. Call us and you can be part of our conversation today. Let's take a call from Jenny in Portland in Victoria. Hello, Jenny. Welcome along. Hello. Look, I've only just turned the radio... Well, I've only got home to turn the radio on a few <laughs> minutes ago, um, so I haven't heard a lot of the conversation, but I, I've, I gather, I can, I, you know, I understand what's happening. But what I was... I'm asking for a book because, for a start, I'd like... Well, I'd like it for myself, and I'd like to be a bit more disciplined in a lot of areas in my life next year. Um, but also, while I was ringing, I suddenly thought there's a woman here who's saying she's been, she feels she's been called to start up a prayer group. And I thought, oh, I can lend the book to her. That'd be brilliant. Uh, well, that's fabulous. Yeah, yeah. We would, yeah we, it, it, you know, there's so much practice. Women are practical, Neil. You know, men are far, they're far more practical than men. And, and this book, uh, Jenny, what's her uh, yep, Jenny in yep, Portland. Yep. Jenny, if, if, and I was in Portland one time. It's a great uh, place, Portland, in Victoria. But um, look, this book will be such an encouragement, such a blessing uh, to you. And if you can get some other copies and get them around, the ladies will be really thrilled. They can come together and they share how God is answering their prayers. So God bless you, love, and uh, trust the blessing. The book's a real blessing to you. And Jenny, you just, so to, just to mention, Jenny, while you're on the line, uh, you mentioned that you're looking towards 2018 to be a little more disciplined in your prayer but but in everywhere in all of the aspects all of the dimensions of our christian walk this idea of being disciplined Mm. bill newman uh lots of us struggle with that but uh jenny's recognized for her she's going to turn over a new leaf and try and get some new disciplines in place it is an important thing for christians to be a little disciplined about their walk well that's the idea of the disciple Disciple means discipline. And uh, if we're following the Lord, it's going to take discipline. It takes discipline to get our prayer life going, to read the scriptures regularly, daily, and, and to just uh, you know, be consistent and victorious in our Christian life. But we're all coming into a new year. Well, you know, we make New Year's resolutions, but I believe with the power of God, the Holy Spirit in our life, we can see greater things happening in our lives. Thank you so much to Jenny in Portland in Victoria. Our talkback line open on 1-800-316-316. You might like to... To join in our conversation. Bill, let me ask you, you've been calling on your supporters to pray about a rally for revival mm-hmm. uh, in 2018. Yeah. Uh, what do you hope that will look like? Well, one of the things that we're doing is uh, we call it's called Tell Tasmania, and uh, we're working. Uh, yeah, I don't care whether it's a little place like Campbelltown or Scottsdale or something. Whether we had ninety people or you know one hundred and fifty people, uh, we're going to go in there and we're going to saturate the whole of Tasmania with the gospel. One meeting after another uh, next year, as we do other things as well. Uh, but uh, between uh, next year and the following year, we want to reach as many as we possibly can in Tasmania for the Lord. But uh, you know other places are opening up as well it's i think something's happening in our country uh, not too late for some towns in tasmania to get on the list uh, no 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 so we're there's just, plenty of opportunities well, in there we're just starting and uh, uh, is there a particular month you've got <coughs> well designated? february we're down there we'll be going and coming all the time 
my wife comes from Hobart, so we love Tasmania. And, uh, you know, but, uh, but there's other places as well. We're looking at Gats and we're looking at Arat in Victoria and uh, starting to really uh, percolate and see things happening for the Lord. We're taking calls, 1-800-316-316. Let's hear from Barbara in Kingston in South Australia. Hello, Barbara. Welcome along. Thank you. Barbara, what are your thoughts? Well, my thoughts are that, first of all, I want to say thank you for our vision. Uh, the inspiration that I get from this station is that I'm able to reach out to all my community people. And uh, what my heart is when I go to church, we pray. There's only about six of us or seven maybe. But I want the church to come alive to Jesus Christ. I want them to wake up and to know what their place in, is in God. And in my uh, community, I go around and the Lord's showing me that I am a, a um, evangelist and I'm able to, in the supermarkets or in their homes, people's homes, I talk about Jesus and about how he can help them and I pray for them and uh, love them. Your and, thoughts uh, for Barbara, Bill? <laughs> Barbara, I'm so excited. You know, because, uh, you know, there's no one way to do evangelism. We think the evangelist is the proclaimer. No, no, no. We're, there's different styles and ways to evangelize. We're all called to be witnesses, but then God was maybe giving you that special gifting where you can share the good news of the gospel. I was talking to James up in the department here, uh, and uh, uh, he, he's telling me that there's 10,000 of the Christmas tracks that have gone out. So there's 10,000 little mini evangelists out there. I love these wow. little tracks. And uh, I think this year we've uh, had about 100,000 of these little gospel tracks that have gone out. So that's another great way. Put them in letterboxes and, uh, mm. you know, share the. I don't know how many I've given away. I said, here's your Christmas present. And people love it. They take it, you see, with a winsome yeah. smile. Uh, you know, we can, we can really. Uh, and it's. Evangelism is sowing seed, you know, and, uh, you know, you might sow a seed and somebody is going to pray, and uh, but ultimately we'll see fruit from that. God bless yeah, you, will. Barbara. It's great to hear what you're doing. And bless you too. Thank you so much, love. Barbara from Bye. Kingston in South Australia, and we'll get a copy of Bill's The Adventure of Intercession booklet in the mail for you too. Bill Newman, I said before the news, let's take a moment to get an update on Billy Graham. He is uh, arguably the most famous evangelist of the 20th century, and these days he's growing quite old. Uh, what is the latest? Is there a, a special update that you get you know, uh, every now and then uh, directly from the family? Well, after listening to the news and uh, all the bad news, yep. I'm so glad that we're the good news guys, you know. <laughs> and Billy Graham has certainly been a good news guy for years and years and years. I think the Crusades in Australia, 59, 69, 79, were incredible years, particularly 59. I think it was the closest thing to revival that we've ever seen in Australia. They really busted themselves, those guys. They came out here, they went right throughout Australia, New Zealand for months preaching the gospel everywhere and with their team. And we saw so many people come to faith. And people are so uh, misty-eyed when they think back on those times when so many gave their lives to the Lord. Well, you know, I was, I was talking to Will Graham, and, and uh, Will said, you know, uh, 
he's he's just he's just old, <laughs> and uh, you know. Uh, in fact, uh, they had their pallbearers as all selected about you know several years ago. Now they've all died. <laughs> that's so that's not bad. That, 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 the they've had to get a they've had to get a new uh, a new uh, you know set of pallbearers, and he may outlive them. Who knows? You know, but know. Uh, you know he he's ninety nine in November, and this is his hundredth year. And so, uh, you know, he's really enjoying it, and uh, they're reflecting to the, all the places in the world that he's been to, just faithfully proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ, his death, burial, and resurrection, and coming again. So, uh, you know, he's done a marvelous job. One funny story about uh, uh, Billy Graham. Uh, Franklin, his son, uh, went to him and said, Dad, uh, this latest book that you've written, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, you ought not, you ought to keep the royalties of that. He said, no, give it away, give it away. He's always given away the royalties of his books. He's helped so many ministries over the years, you know, and that's been quite substantial, you know. But he's given it all away. And uh, Franklin said to him, Dad, he said, um, uh, your money in the bank's going down. You really need to do something and uh, keep a little bit of that money. He said, no, give it away, give it away. He said, Dad, he said, look, uh, how would it be if we'd have to sell up the house, maybe put you into a nursing home, maybe have to get you to double up with somebody in a room? He said, well, maybe I'll keep the the writings of this book. (laughs) And Bill, you're saying that he actually tries to write a new book every year. Every year, at nine. Ninety-nine. Yep. Uh, he might be losing a little bit of dexterity, yeah, not yeah, able to yep, get around yep. the way that he used to. Yeah, uh, yeah. Perhaps uh, difficulty seeing yeah, and yeah, hearing, and yeah. but he's still lucid. He's still able to think clearly, and so able to get by whatever means yep. his thoughts on paper. And yeah. yes, he is releasing new books. Well, he's such an incredibly gifted guy. You know, he was good with media. He's good with with writing. So many people have helped him in that area over the years. But uh, yeah, he's still got a book or two in him, I believe. You know, there's no... that's uh, Because uh, although his body is failing, his spirit certainly is it's still as good as ever. And he's, I think he's still, th- you know, sharp as ever. We're taking calls on 1-800-316-316 and no doubt you'll be in Kalgoorlie when Will Graham is here in May and you'll be there, an integral part of the team, Bill Newman. Mm -hmm. Let's take a call from Peter who is in Kalgoorlie. Oh, fantastic. Hello, Peter. Welcome along. (coughs) Peter, are you with us? Yeah, I'm here. Good morning. Peter, what are your thoughts for our conversation today? Yeah, I'm just excited about Will Graham coming to the Goldfields for the Goldfield celebration next year. And you're intending to be there, obviously. Uh, we have already formed a prayer group since, since August, and we've been praying, 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 talking the whole of the Goldfields in the spirit. Peter, unless I'm, uh, I'm mistaken, is that a Nigerian accent that I'm listening to? No, this is a Ghanaian. Here you go. That's neighbouring uh, nations, not, I think, well, isn't it? That's a fair way away. <laughs> oh, is that okay? Yeah. No, but fair. it's great yeah, to hear your voice, brother. Peter. It's great. And yeah. you're a wonderful brother, and you've got a real passion for the Lord and a passion to see the gospel, and uh, I really admire you, dear brother. Thank you. Well, Peter, look forward to a fabulous time in May when Will Graham arrives in Kalgoorlie. And interestingly, when you've got Peter in a in a prayer group there, mm-hmm. uh, people listening might not just appreciate uh, the hive of activity mm. that happens 
with the churches in a town before yeah. a Will Graham crusade, with yep. the prayer uh, substance that happens yeah. even yeah. a year out. Yeah. Uh, tell us about the sort of preparations that go into this sort of thing, Bill. Well, there's the preparation, the proclamation and the preservation. And the, the, the proclamation is like the tip of the iceberg, really, because it's the preparation. You know, uh, the Lord was wise. He sent out the disciples two by two. John the Baptist prepared the way of the Lord. He didn't have the Jerusalem Gazette. You know, he didn't have radio, television. He, he would have certainly used them if he had. So, but he sent out word of mouth and got people prepared. So when Messiah was coming, they were ready to listen to him. And that's the whole thing of preparation. We hate it. You know, I hate seeing a face on a, you know, on a, a flyer. But, you know, I don't care. But, you see, before they accept the message, they've got to accept the messenger, you see. Mm. So that's the idea of that. But then it's the proclamation, and, and Will is a gifted a proclaimer of the gospel. You're really he's, and, and the music, they will have Steve Grace there and uh, so many others. Uh, we'll have guys, you know, from America, but our own local people as well. It will be a tremendous time. But then there's the preservation. We don't want the nets to break. And that's why we train counselors, we train follow up people to make sure that every one of them and every one of those decisions will note them down, make sure that they're followed up for the Lord. Okay, well, thank you so much to Peter in Kalgoorlie, who is looking forward to May mm. when Will Graham arrives in Kalgoorlie. And, uh, and look, I know vision will be a part of that. And listeners, wherever you might be, all around Australia, mm. uh, you'll be able to participate in a lot of the celebration that happens and undoubtedly uh, they'll be on air so you don't even have to be in Kalgoorlie Kalgoorlie will be able to see Will Graham personally and he'll be delivering the gospel there but others right around the nation through vision will have the opportunity to hear the gospel preached in Kalgoorlie coming up in May we're taking calls on 1-800-316-316 let's hear from Mary in Victoria hello Mary thank you for waiting so patiently (laughs) how are you very well what are your thoughts um, just a little encouragement. About nearly two months ago, I was just having my regular old sleep and dreaming, and then I heard God speak into my ears, and he just said this short little thing. It's going to be a move of the Holy Spirit, and it's going to sweep across Australia. That, that was it. Fabulous. Uh, Bill Newman, <coughs> uh, the Holy Spirit is the one who convicts the hearts of people. Yeah. A move of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit sweeping across the nation. Yeah. Uh, your thoughts for Mary? I've been in, Mary, I've been in places where we've seen revival and the Holy Spirit working in tremendous power. We're up in Meghalaya, northeast India, and the Holy Spirit was just breathing through the, mirror, uh, the meetings. There's nothing like it. And if we can have more than evangelistic outreach, but a sovereign movement of the Holy Spirit moving through the nation, uh, that's the only thing. Look, the only hope for Australia is the gospel. It's not going to come out of Canberra. It's not going to come from anywhere else. It's going to come because if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land. Now, that word land there is the physical word dirt. So God will heal our land, our nation, if we really cry and pray to him. So Mary, really keep up 
that prayer and encourage people to pray. And uh, let's believe God. Uh, you know, Victoria is a great state. We've had wonderful meetings in Victoria, Ballarat, Bendigo, different parts of Melbourne. And uh, we're thrilled at the stories coming back to us, even now, of families that have given their lives to Christ. Uh, but uh, let's pray. I'd love to see Victoria really touch for the Lord. So keep praying, Mary. Mary, thank you so much for your insight and for sharing the thoughts that you have had and the word that you've had from mm, God. Yeah. Now, this is interesting. As Mary hears this uh, encouragement, this word mm, of encouragement yeah, yeah. about a move of the Holy Spirit, I suspect Mary's not alone in that. And many, many people, yeah. perhaps many thousands or tens of thousands yeah. or even hundreds of thousands yeah. across the nation can hear similar messages yeah. from God about what he's preparing to do. Well, um you see, we have our intercessors. Now, they're a strange group of people, intercessors, you know. You can't understand them, but they really hear from God because they spend time in his presence and their ears are open to them. My sheep hear my voice. You see, and today we're so busy running here, running there. We're crowding out the voice of God. There's so many, so much noise coming all the time. But Mary's one of those people who just knows what it is to draw aside and say, Lord, speak to me. And, uh, and he does, he does. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision Christian Radio. Evangelist Bill Newman, our guest on the final Friday edition of 2020 for 2017. Uh, Bill, we'll take another call or two perhaps in just a few moments, but Mm -hmm. uh, we were talking about a new little booklet that you've released, The Adventure of Intercession. Uh, Lots of listeners who've called in through the hour will get a copy into their hands. There's another book that you have just released as well, and this is one that you uh, have revamped from some years ago, Mm -hmm. but powerful insights called Ten Laws of Leadership. Leadership so, so important as we come into a year like the one that's ahead in 2018. Yeah, well, um, someone as well said that the hope of the world is the church, and the hope of the church is this leadership. Uh, leadership is the key. Show me a good church, I'll show you a good leadership. So it's, it's, and whether it's leadership in the home, whether it's leadership in the work situation, uh, we produced that book and, uh, it, it went, uh, global. It really did and got me into Russia and different other places, helped us with our tents and trucks and equipment, you know. But we refreshed it, revamped it. And, you know, people, if they get it, they could give it to their pastors, they could give it to their church leadership. And certainly if they're in business, it's a great book for, for business leaders to, uh, study because you've got to keep re- uh, refreshing yourself and uh, uh, reinventing yourself. And so there, there are 10 laws that we've got to really study to be effective in leadership. Some of those laws that you talk about in the book, the leader has vision, the yep. leader has discipline, yep. the leader has wisdom, courage, humility, the mm-hmm. leader is a decision maker. Yep. Sometimes we waver on some of these yep. areas, mm-hmm. uh, but you've got a biblical foundation for the way that those leadership Traits yep. and principles actually apply in the life. We've got to study them. You know, it's it's not enough to say yes, he's a leader. Now, good leaders, leaders are readers, as I said before, and readers are leaders. You've got to really be studying principles of leadership, and uh, as we do so, uh, I, God really blesses us. So it doesn't matter whether in your home or, or business or in the church situation, uh, and that's got me into incredible places to uh, to proclaim the gospel. I use it as a Trojan horse in many places. I, I preached one time in the uh, government house in Bermuda (laughs) because of that book so uh, you know and uh, Qantas magazine uh, one time did an over pricey of it they loved it and uh, so you know it's it's been used by the Lord 
Outstanding. Uh, mm. We are taking just one more call, uh, some time for Solomon in Sydney. Hello, Solomon. Welcome along. Yeah, good day, Neil. And, Solomon, uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, well, first of all, uh, 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 Merry Christmas to uh, you and Neil. Thanks for the, for the year. Thank you very much. And, uh, yep, yeah, good day, Bill. Uh, just wondering, uh, 2018, was there any scheduling crusades over in the islands, particularly Fiji? Oh yeah, we we lo- I was with Will Graham. We we're up at Mount Hagen, and uh, we had a great time up in Mount Hagen. Uh, what are you thinking in in uh, f- uh, in PNG, uh, uh, brother Solomon? Uh, I think what you mentioned you? Fiji. Was it Solomon? Did you mention Fiji? Uh, yeah, particularly uh, this this uh, next year. This is a big general election coming. That uh, oh in Fiji. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Look, uh, you know, they, I put it down to a senior moment. <laughs> I, because, uh, you know, I, I love Fiji and, uh, you know, we, we've had good friends and, uh, you know, amongst the leadership there in Fiji over the years. Uh, look, you feel that if you feel under God that you want to uh, do something about Fiji, Fiji is the, you know, it's one of the key nations in the South Pacific. There's no doubt about that. So, uh, uh, you know, if you just contact us, dear brother, and, uh, you know, maybe, maybe we get something going back there in Fiji. I'd love to go back to the uh, to Fiji. It's a great nation. That's right. Yeah, we, we've uh, followed you when you did your crusade in Fiji in the 80s and 90s. But, uh, uh, yeah. uh, so, uh, yeah, we, we will, uh, uh, we'll try and uh, press a few buttons. But uh, thanks again, and a uh, Merry Christmas to you and the family. Oh, well, God bless you, dear brother. And, uh, um, you know, if you want to get in contact, uh, look on the website and you'll see what's, what's doing and you'll get our address from there. But uh, God bless you, Solomon, and uh, you know, keep on going, doing what you're doing for the Lord. Solomon from Sydney, thanks so much for your input today. And for those who are wondering, how do I get to have Bill Newman come to my community? Well, uh, the website that Bill is referring to, how you make contact, bnm.org.au. Very simple, Bill Newman Ministries, bnm.org.au. And no doubt, Bill, uh, requests come in, and it's yeah. not just uh, it's not just sort of swept aside or that's too oh, little no, a community. No, no, no. Uh, you take those, and uh, obviously you'd be prayerfully considering how you can make those fit into the uh, the schedule, but, but when people make contact you, you take it seriously. Oh, one of our advanced guys will come and uh, meet with them and pray with them and uh, just see whether this is of God and if it is well you know we can make plans and proceed ahead uh, we'll have to put a line under the calls thanks to everyone who called in through the hour uh, Bill it's Christmas time yeah. uh, a few thoughts from you uh, from the evangelist and yeah. being Christmas time a very special time of year uh, the baby born in the yeah. stable yeah. in Bethlehem but the baby grew up yeah. and the baby had a wonderful message yeah he certainly did and uh, uh, you know, the, he's he's the reason for the season. It's, I took our grandchildren to see the movie The Star, and it's a beautiful movie telling of and it and it's it's a way that I used to tell stories to kids years ago. Where you, but in in it's the animals, uh, you know, particularly the donkey, and uh, you know he's it's his story, but he's telling about Mary and Joseph and the baby born and all the rest. Of it. Beautiful little uh, uh, message. But of course, Jesus wasn't just born to live; he's born to die. And uh, when we, when you think about that, uh, you know, Mary was, you look down at this precious little child and Mary was a godly woman. You know, when she knew that she was going to give birth, we have the magnificent, which means I magnify the Lord. 
when you go through that, that uh, she just knew the Old Testament scriptures. So she was able to just roll that off, off her tongue. She just magnified the Lord. Godly, godly woman was Mary. You know, I think uh, in, the, in the Protestant side of the, the church, we don't give enough, uh, you know, respect and, uh, to Mary. But she was really a wonderful In fact, I do a thing on the proofs of the virgin birth. And uh, why Mary had to be uh, a virgin and give birth to Messiah in Israel. But, uh, you know, he was born to die. And thank God he lived that perfect life, Neil, went all the way to the cross, suffered humiliation, suffered those nails, hung there for six torturous, pain-filled hours. And at the end of that hour, time, he screamed out, finished. Tedalistai, the greatest word that's ever been spoken to this world, the greatest announcement, finished. I've paid the price so that, Neil, you and I can come back to God if we simply repent of our sins and uh, turn our lives over to Jesus Christ because we don't, rent, uh, we don't serve a, a dead Christ, one who's alive, and he can, he can come into our life and give us power and victory for living. I always love context around <laughs> these things, Bill. Of course, the baby born in the stable on yep. Christmas Day, yep. born to die. But yep. it sounds like somehow or other that's defeat. That's uh, not the end of the story no, no, because no. he yeah. rose again yes. on Easter Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. When people think about the story of Jesus and they take it from his birth and they go through to the crucifixion and the resurrection, yeah. when we come back to an appreciation of his birth, the appreciation that God has made his home with us, mm. that he has become flesh. Mm. Uh, this is what we celebrate at Christmas time, the incarnation. Yeah. A powerful, powerful yeah. time because oh. the promised Messiah born. Yeah. This is what we celebrate on Christmas morning. In a filthy, dirty little stable. Uh, it's he is God. You know, uh, the creator spoke in the world sprang into being, galaxies, and yet became so vulnerable, becoming just a tiny little baby. And I'd encourage every one of us, look, we've got so many Christmas services this year. Go out, be bold, get people along to your church to hear the, the simple message of, of the birth of Jesus Christ, his life, burial, uh, death, burial, and resurrection. And, Bill, the value of going along to church on Christmas Day now, yeah. some people ought not to feel guilty if they just can't get to church. And mm-hmm. sometimes family uh, responsibilities actually yeah. keep people from church because yeah, yeah. a big family gathering I can't get to church. Yeah, yeah. But for those who can, uh, this is a special time Christmas Day yeah. and a special day for churches because a lot of people only go to church yeah. uh, at Christmas and at Easter. Yeah. And it is a special time to roll out the red carpet and make sure those people are welcomed. And make sure you've got people at the door, uh, you know, have radar. Make sure that, uh, you know, have you been to this church before? Welcome them. Put the welcome out, 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 out as you say, because uh, we've got to make them feel that they're loved, they're cared for, and they're very, very welcome. But this is Easter and Christmas are our times to really shake the bushes, and let's do it. This, and I know that uh, you know uh, it's family day. The world says, "Oh, it's a wonderful family day." Yes, but started off well, and uh, I, I love uh, Christmas Eve. Actually, mm-hmm. that's a great time to have a service because uh, you know there's a, a mystique about it, night time, and uh, the 
kids love that time as well. But God bless you. And I trust that this Christmas time will be a very, very special time for us all. And, of course, there are Protestants and there are Catholics. And yeah. Catholics do Christmas pretty well, I must say. They do. Uh, mm. They'll often have a midnight service mm. on Christmas Eve. So, yeah. really, you know, let's not wait till we wake up. Let's, <laughs> let's have this on the stroke of midnight. Hey, yeah, it's Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into a celebration. Yeah. There's something special. And even if you are a Protestant, uh, probably a, a good thing to experience a midnight yeah. service that the Catholics might run. And have a little reading. Get the get this Christmas story out, you guys. You know, you're the priest of your household and the leader. You know, get the Christmas story out before they rip into all the presents, you know, and tear them to pieces. Just pause and uh, reflect and say, this is Jesus' birthday. I think we're in for a special time this coming Christmas Day on Monday. Mm. Bill Newman, thank you so much for taking some time to come in and share your heart with us today. Uh, we wish you the happiest and holiest of Christmases for you and your wife Dorothy mm. and for the family that will gather at your home. Uh, thank you so much for all the good work that you do. We're anticipating a fabulous year next year. All of the activities we talked about with the Will Graham Crusade uh, coming in May to Kalgoorlie. Uh, you've got a Tell Tasmania uh, mm. set of meetings that are still in construction and yeah. uh, and people, it's not too late to be in touch no, with no, you no, to no, be no. a part yeah. of getting Bill Newman to your church, uh, to your city or town in Tasmania. Let me give the website. It's bnm.org.au. So if you're listening in Tassie and you think, I'd like to have Bill Newman come to my town. I wonder if that can happen. Mm. Make contact with Bill, bnm.org.au. Bill, thanks so much for being part of 2020 today. God bless you, Neil. Great to be with you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.